Hello, we are live. Hi, I'm Diana and today I'm talking with James. Um, we're going to have a conversation. We haven't fully figured out about what yet, so this is going to be good because I really like having talks like this. So, I'm a coach, so is James. Tell us a little bit about yourself, James. Well, my name is James Kelly. I live in Ireland. Um, I started coaching not so long ago, but I feel like I've been preparing to coach quite a long, quite a long time ago. About a lifetime, usually. <laughs> or more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what are we going to talk about today, you think? Okay, well, yeah, I'm just going to talk about where I'm at, which is cool. like the whole idea of having taken coaching and the process of coaching really, really serious these mm -hmm. last uh, three months. And um, having done so, let a lot, I let a lot of a lot of my personality outside the door. That's never good. <laughs> well, I think it's good to be yourself. Yeah, well, maybe maybe I have been myself to a degree, but mm -hmm. uh, a little bit restrained uh, <laughs> and. And, and um, so, yeah, it's just this whole idea, like I suppose I've just had quite a few insights this week mm -hmm. around the whole idea of being comfortable in my coaching, but not very yeah. comfortable around everything that's outside that. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, I'm just working on, yeah, enjoying it that little bit more and yeah. relaxing and, yeah, relaxing with it. That's important. It's important to enjoy what you do. I, I've learned over the time that I've been coaching that one of the main things is that when I enjoy what I do, I can serve my clients best. Because then I'm more comfortable. When it starts to feel difficult, I'm not serving them well because then I'm trying to artificially look for all sorts of solutions for them. But that's not what I'm supposed to do. Because they find their solutions as long as I guide the conversation. And that's one of these things that I find really important that I, you know, kind of hold their hand to get to the point where they want to go so that they feel the support, that kind of way. How do you see that? Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. And I feel, I feel quite comfortable inside that process. That's good. Um, and therefore, my insights were around the whole idea that because I find that part of the process so mm -hmm. comfortable and so and so easy. Well, not yeah. not 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 totally easy actually, because you have to work at it. Like you have to work at you, you have to work at not doing anything, you know. Mm -hmm. But the proposal. Well, I'm not even going to talk about that. But just like the the other areas. Of, of creating a coaching uh, of creating a coaching business mm -hmm. imply that you have to be a serious person for me and uh, I'm trying to get around that and and like for example I'll give you a silly example today like for example I was sending an email to someone I've coached and before my fonts were small and black. And mm -hmm. today, 
I just change them to large and blue. And so it's just as much for me as it is for him. And it's letting yeah. me know that I can do anything I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as long as you serve your clients well. Yeah, but, but even that blue just allowed me feel like, yeah, I can, I can bring some color to this, you know? Oh, yeah. I think it's important to bring color to coaching. Mm -hmm. It's um, somehow I always have this thing of the rainbow has to be with me, whatever I do. That doesn't mean I have to have rainbow makeup. <laughs> but, you know, I have to see the varieties in things because the rainbow is that all these colors are so different in, in shades and stuff like that because they really flow over in each other in a nice way. So the moment I can hold on to that rainbow image, I can see how coaching has that flow as well, that it goes from one shade to another in the conversation. I had a really good conversation this morning um, with a client where the flow was really going. We were talking over an hour. It was, it was one of those conversations where it just feels so good you keep going. And she had some really good insights and some really good ideas about what she was going to do. And I thought this was so cool. It was just so nice. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't tell her what to do or anything because I never do. It was more about holding that space for her to think and come up with her ideas. So reflecting back is one of those things that I find so cool to do. You tell someone what you've heard of what they've said. It's just, yeah, I like those things. See you do that a couple of times. That was amazing. Don't know whether John told you that he was using you as an example of reflecting back. I was told. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure I, he does. But I checked out the footage. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was it? It was a um, it was a nice thing for him to do, and mm -hmm. um, to be honest about that situation, just to bring some humility into it too. I really couldn't find questions. Maybe you don't have to. I couldn't find them, but I knew I was being a hundred percent present. Mm -hmm. That's the important part. So I was, I was, I was with her. Yeah. And the biggest challenge is to, her, the biggest challenge within that situation was just to trust. Yeah. Because like my heart was pumping, there was adrenaline, you yeah. know, cause there's a part of you, like your the social part of you is telling you, Say something, say something, say something. Uh, but actually, there was, I, well, at least one, one time where I was about to say something mm -hmm. and she had an insight. Yeah. So that was such a great feeling that my, that some part of me was able to stop and not say something and something yeah. happened as a result of that. That's, that's amazing when, when, you don't, when you don't do something and something happens. Yes, I think that's a, a big difference between being in your social headspace or being in your professional, because a coaching conversation is certainly not really a social conversation. It's a different type of conversation. And that doesn't mean your social self is completely gone because you're still the friendly, nice person. But I do realize that as a coach, I take it slower in a conversation and I focus on the client instead of you know, just having a, a nice chat about whatever, you know. 
Mm. That's a, it's a very, for me, it's a different conversation, but it doesn't make it less fun because it actually makes it at times even more fun than just having a talk with friends. Because with yeah. friends, you, you don't go as deep and I love deep conversations. So for me, this is just fabulous, this job. Mm. <laughs> Best mm. thing in the world. Yeah, and, I, and when, when I'm doing it, like it, it is, you've entered a process, you know it's a process. Like it's not, it's not um, free for all. No, not at all. So that, that is, there. so there is, I suppose it's coming back to also what I was talking about earlier on with the fun and the serious. So mm-hmm. like, it's just, it's just knowing when that's there. You, you, yeah. you, you know when, or, or even another uh, friend was saying to me about and sincerity and, and seriousness mm-hmm. as well. Like, you know, the yeah. difference between those two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's a funny one. But I suppose if I, was co- if I was to come into this week, my, my philosophy is just a little bit more fun. Yeah, just a mm-hmm. little bit more, um, just a little bit more crack and a little bit more off the cuff, a little bit more spontaneity, you know, that, that, that it's, not, it's not all about you know, it, mm-hmm. it, you can, you can, you can, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's really important. Um, the, the people that have coached me, we always had a good laugh, despite the fact that I've also led quite some tears flow during certain talks, because certain talks have been really hard, but there was always laughter with it as well. Mm. So I think you need both in these conversations, and well, not necessarily the tears, but the seriousness, I mean... <laughs> Because mm. you don't necessarily need tears. That's just something that easily happens to me, and I'm not ashamed of it at all. When things get difficult, I have tears, and it means that it goes deep for me, and it touches me, and that changes me. So it's for me, good. For me, it's mm. good to have tears, but not for everyone. Do you know what's really interesting for me as well is like I've had quite a few coaching sessions this week on me, mm-hmm. where I was the coachee. Mm-hmm. And it's just so interesting how before I kind of I could have just done one session over a week and that probably would have been enough. Whereas now because you know you kind of know the process, you can kind of direct it and go, well, I kind of want to go there with it. And mm-hmm. and um and then you go to another coaching session, and you know exactly where you want to go and you go there. And it's just yeah. like constantly getting this spotlight and, yeah. and just shining on a very specific thing. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's no longer therapy. It's like like the Chandler thing, you're turning uh, you're turning problems into projects. Yes, yes. And that makes it really cool. The moment you can see that problems don't really exist it's just a project to get through it takes the sting completely out of it and it makes it so much easier to get through yeah yeah i find that really cool what i've also noticed is when i in in the beginning when i got coached it would take you know a whole whole session as in nearly an hour but at some point you're so used to the process that with some of the people that i was tuned into quite well done in 15 minutes half an hour just got to the point and then the insight was there done it was really cool how how that just was a matter of weeks before i felt how that process went so much quicker and then 
initially, and that's thankfully a couple of months ago, I got a bit frustrated with some clients where it took longer because they were not really used to that process. But I was with my with with the classmates. I was so used to that process and I was talking more with classmates than with clients at the time because it was in the early days. And then it, it, a couple of times it really frustrated me how slow the process was with a client. And now I totally enjoy it again because it's it's a beautiful process I found. But yeah, that was in the in the early days a couple of times that it was was a bit difficult because I didn't know how to how to fully do it. And now that I'm more comfortable in it, it makes it much more fun. Mm. It really is fun. Yeah. Mm. I love the conversations. And I also like calling them conversations instead of sessions. Somehow that because it is a conversation. It really is that. That's cool. Yeah, I'm still calling them sessions, so that's a that's a nice way of putting it, you know. Because sessions, once again, it brings it back to therapy, doesn't it? And, yep. and, I, and I don't, I don't do think that. it's not a it's not a therapy thing. And nope. And you know what? As well, like I I heard someone say the other day as well that, um, or maybe I was involved in the conversation too. Maybe we created it together, but we no, I didn't. I didn't. I think it was it's been out there years. But it's the whole idea of, um, that this package is a journey. It's not a, yes. it's not a, it's not a, it's not, you know, once again, package is, is based around product, manufacturing, mm-hmm. yeah. et cetera, et cetera, serious language. But, but if you call it a journey, well, and that, that's a fair, yes. that's a true, it's a true definition of what it is. Yes. It's, it's a much better word than package. I realize mm-hmm. I hadn't th- thought about that so much. It's actually cool that you bring that up mm-hmm. because coaching is a journey. Mm. and frequently what i've found is that it's a fairly open-ended journey people know where they start but often don't know where they want to finish Mm. i certainly didn't when i had my first when i was talking with my first coach i didn't i had a plan of what i wanted to create in my life but i didn't really know how that journey was gonna go and it was a very different journey than i'd hoped for but it was a much better journey and that was really cool as well, that the journey, it hadn't given me, you know, I was really focused on goals and building a business at the time. And that was not really what was all created, but a much better headspace. And I ended up having, so what was created was actually more important than having the business and the money, which mm-hmm. was really cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was, was amazing. I got that. And, and that's interesting because it just, it triggered a little idea that I have around that sort of thing is like, I understand visualization and I understand why people use it, but Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of trying to be as present as I possibly can, because I think the more you're in the present, the greater the reality you're going to create for yourself. So, so like, it doesn't matter what you visualize because if you, the more present you are, the more powerful your reality yes. will be. So visualization is almost limiting yourself. You can only do something in the present. You cannot do something in the future because you're not there yet. So that's yeah. that's how I go. Because people say, oh, can you try and visualize that for me? And I go, I'd rather not. <laughs> I, I, I prefer, I, I, I just prefer mm-hmm. to be here. Yeah. Yeah, it's the thing is I do see some use in 
and visualizing where you want to go. But just visualizing where you want to go is not going to get you there because you still have to do something right now about it. Because right now is the only moment you can do something to change that future. So when you're thinking about that one car that you want, that's all nice and, and wonderful, but you're not going to get that car when you don't do the work to actually be able to afford the car. So you're going to have to do some, you know, you have to take some action. And depending on how pricey the car is, it may have to be massive action. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe you got a point on the visualization thing there. I mean, maybe like there's just like that balance that has to be struck. But I uh, my, my probably to, to state it a bit clearer is that, yeah, it's, it's like it's, there's a certain amount of projecting yourself into the future, but, but, mm -hmm. but I feel like it, it's minimal like that that a lot of what you've got to do is is now um yeah i i'm not a i haven't i haven't got a fully i'm not able to fully describe the feeling that i have mm -hmm. around that but um but it's yeah, something i'm really, really interested yeah. in yeah it's one of these things that steve chandler talks about in, in several books and talks that you know wanting something is one thing as in uh, one of the comments that I think he made, I'm not 100% sure, so I'm sort of paraphrasing, was that um, the secret exists, but you're going to have to take action to get there. So it's not just about thinking about it. It really is about moving towards that goal. Mm. And I do see that being really true because you can think about stuff all you want. But you're going to have to move because when you just keep sitting on that chair you know, or on your sofa, well, sitting on your sofa is not going to make you a happy person as such you need to do something one of the nice things that 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 i think you figure as you go along the way is that it's not about it's not about big things it's just about small things all the time and i think that's what people get caught on like mm -hmm. a friend of mine sent me an email there today to say that he had made no progress but i think that's because he'd seen his aim as to, uh, like we had created four actions yeah. And I think I think he just tripped over all the actions. He 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 didn't yeah. choose one and choose something small about it. He he just saw all the four actions and got completely overwhelmed. Yes. And 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 yeah, it's just so important. Like and and, and coming back on myself then as well. Like I have this routine or this morning routine that I have, and I I was doing it religiously coming up to Christmas, and then I took lions coming on in December, and then my routine's all over the place in January. Yeah. And I'm kind of beating myself up over it, but then there's another part of myself going, no, that's just the way it is. And let's just build it back up again. And let's not yeah. waste time. Let's just build this back up slowly, but surely, you know? Yeah. When you beat yourself up over it, you can keep telling yourself that for days in a row, but in these days, nothing's changing. So the only thing you can do is start over and create it again. Yeah. You can have a moment of, Ugh, what did I do? But that's about it. You should just, kind of get over it then and keep moving mm -hmm. yeah yeah i like realizing that because it's it's actually nice to stop constantly judging myself i've realized because years ago i was very good at judging myself <laughs> yeah diana i have one thing to share about uh, the whole idea of just letting go as well yeah. um, one of my insights over the week was that i was taking things too seriously so I made a promise to myself not to open my Excel sheets this week. <laughs> oh. So none of them are being opened and it's a nice feeling, you know? So that's mm -hmm. like, 
you know, tracking and keeping on top of stuff and numbers and all that. And you just mm -hmm. let it go for a week. And it's, it just feels like you've taken a holiday, you know? Yeah. The thing is, I don't really look at most of them most of the week. What I do is at the end of the week, I just count it all and then put it in my Excel sheet. That's it. Okay. So you don't really do a lot of, yeah, you don't tot it per day. You just like, yeah, I got you. Well, I sort of do. So I have a notebook here where I, I do, you know, these Roman numerals type of stuff to count it all up because that's easier. And then um, through my calendar, I take my coaching calls and put that in the list, how many I've had. I just do that once a week. I just look at it once a week and that's yeah. it. I don't yeah, actually do that all the time. I'm, being, I'm probably being a, a far too scientific about it. <laughs> Maybe. The thing is, when you get too serious about these things, you start to look only at the numbers, and I don't want to do that. I want to look at the people. Because mm. initially I did. You know, Initially I was really on. I need to track everything really well. And yes, you do need to track things well to know whether you're making progress or not. Yeah. But I can do that. Well, if I want to once a day, but most of the time I just do it on the weekend. I look what have I done? Tuck, 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 tuck. Fill out my stuff. Done. That's a nice idea. I think taking it into the day, taking mm -hmm. it into the every day, yeah, it takes the emphasis off action, yeah. like outward action, because it becomes kind of like an internal thing for yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whereas, yeah, let the outward action happen throughout the mm -hmm. week and then. When you want to reflect on it yeah do that in your own time i like yeah. that that's a that's a good you philosophy. can just have a notepad next to you where you just write you know for for which which parts you've done tuck 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 per day other than that don't worry about it and fill your, your spreadsheets out later mm -hmm. yeah I, I like doing it that way because it, it's less stressful i don't need stressful no no i want to be with my clients when I'm with them and not worry about figures. Yeah. It's just nicer that way. It works better with the clients as well when you just am with them. You know how that is that when you're really with your client and you're really there that they, they get much, much more out of a conversation. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to add to this? Um, yeah, it's just, it's nice to, um, it's nice to go live and it's nice to, um, like I've, I started the call and I was nervous mm -hmm. and I'm not, I'm not nervous now. I'm, this it. is, it's you, you and me on a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. It's not very different, although we have a couple of likes, I've just seen, <laughs> but no comments yet. So we're good. I haven't, I haven't asked anyone to tell me where they live and all these things either. That's, that's just not me. I like mm -hmm. doing it this way. I don't need people to. Yeah, uh, I'm not waiting for people to join and watch and all that type of stuff. I just mm -hmm. do it and people watch mm -hmm. afterwards. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good. And, and the other thing is like th that's, that's bringing up fear as well. Like, like what are you afraid of? Like the, the, the thing is like I think a lot of the time for me it's privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much happening in the world right now that like I don't think that's an option anymore. I think you, you like if you're if you're if you've got any sort of conscience at the moment, you need to be you need to be putting yourself out there and um, yeah. and it's little things like this that like add to the mm -hmm. 
adds the connection that's needed in the in the world you know yeah but but that's a I normally don't make statements like that because most of what I talk about is just like working on myself but Mm -hmm. like working on yourself helps helps the world too but yeah like I I try not to speak about the whole world too much because it's just such a complicated thing. I, I can't even get my head around that. Like it's, it's, but I just know that when you're being who you are, you're helping. Yes. I think that's really important because I can only help one person at a time. I can't do more than that. Yeah. Because I can only have one conversation at a time. Yeah, I can do a bit of group coaching, but you know, in general, you only help one person. Actually, even in group coaching, you're only talking with one person at a time. You know. Mm. So, but yeah. I, I find I get as much healing, if not, if not more, out of a coaching call, um, than like when I'm coaching, I get mm-hmm. so much healing out of it because yes. I've put my, I put myself aside, and mm-hmm. it's it's about this other person, but actually. It's always about you too, though. It you're never removed from it because yeah. whatever they talk about, you can relate to that. You mm-hmm. can feel it. Yep. You know if if you overcome it, or you know if you haven't even overcome it yet. All that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So yes. you, it it constantly provides some form of self reflection as well. You know? Yes. What has been for you um, the biggest insight you got through coaching call where you were the coach? Did you do you have one? Where I was the coach. Where you were the coaching at this thing. Oh, wow. Yes. That you kind of had almost the same insight as your client did. Or, you know, an experience like that. It doesn't have to be a proper insight, but. Um, I, can't, I can't think of. I'll tell you one thing as well about my coaching is. Mm-hmm. I'm like an amnesiac with it. So, like, I, I actually do them and mm-hmm. completely forget about them. The only time I don't remember or the only time I remember them is when they haven't gone right. Okay. Like if I rush a coaching session. Mm-hmm. So if I, like there was one coaching night session that at the end of it, I knew there was more there was more to come and we needed to arrange another session. And yeah. I rushed it and suggested actions. And I mm-hmm. knew I was breaking the rule. Or not the, I knew I was breaking the process. But mm-hmm. my penance was having to reflect over that for a full weekend. I just yeah. knew it. I knew I hadn't made the... So I had to go and clean it up say let's arrange another session etc 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 and that that was a that was a humbling experience for me but in, in regards to like insights um well it was a good learning experience yeah that was yeah that was an amazing learning experience because i realized yeah. like you know it's, it's the whole thing is just bigger than me you know yes yeah that's with all of this it's definitely bigger than either one of us mm. yeah I like that. It may not have been the easiest experience for me, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. So that that probably was an insight. So there you go. It was an insight that I got outside of a session. Yeah. 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 It, 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 it was the whole idea that if you don't go with the process, you have to do twice as much work. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. And it's about the client. You have to follow their lead in it. Because you can't force a process that they're going through. You can't make them think. They have to do the thinking for themselves. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful process. Really beautiful. Mm. Right. Um, 
do we have anything more to talk about or are we good for today you think because we've had about 25 minutes now sort of ish yeah, which minutes. is a nice nice amount for a facebook live it doesn't have to be much longer so we can always do it again that's all good let's let's leave it at that then yeah because okay, i cool. as, as ever i have nothing going on <laughs> <laughs> cool <laughs> that's awesome well thank you for joining me today and let's do it some other time again let's do it again yeah i'd love to okay cool bye bye